We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Friday, January the 22nd, 2020. On today's show, I break down tomorrow's basketball game. Gamecocks looking to snap their ugly two-game losing streak and get back to 500 in SEC play when they take on the Auburn Tigers at Colonial Life Arena. I'll break down the game in its entirety. We'll talk Auburn top storylines, Auburn players to watch for, keys to the game. I'll give my prediction much, much more there. Also, the Gamecocks staff is officially finalized. Greg Atkins hired his offensive line coach. Derek Cooper also hired. I will give my grades for those guys, guys, and also my final grade for the coaching staff overall. I'll give my overall staff grade and break down Shane Beamer's first staff in Columbia, South Carolina. We got a packed show here on a Friday, folks, and it's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention on the companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company, by the way. They are a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op, guys. Their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is just investing in the success of the project as you you are. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They're founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni guys, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs in 2021, be sure to check out my friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media, at Upstate Movers Group. And of course, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That is upstatemoversgroup.com. The show's also brought to you by our friends over at MyBookie, guys. It's that time of year when divisions are decided, champions are crowned, and legends are born. It's time for the NFL playoffs. Guys, you've waited and watched all year long as your team either rose to the top or fell to the bottom, but now it's your turn to win big. And guys, you've heard the name just about everywhere, MyBookie. They're the industry's leading online sportsbook and casino, and it's not hard to understand why. With thousands of lines to bet on all your favorite sports, NFL, NBA, college ball, check, check, and check. Hey, MMA and soccer, they've got that too, and they've got all the latest odds, period. Guys, take advantage of MyBookie's prop builder and live in-game betting where every single run, throw, and touchdown is another chance to put cash in your pocket, guys. You can visit their mobile-friendly website today and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000 just by using the promo code GAMECOX. That's promo code GAMECOX when you make your first deposit. And guys, the best part is this. They make it simple with a variety of ways to deposit instantly, including credit card, bank transfer, Bitcoin, 
and more. Guys, whether you're at home or on the go on your laptop or on your phone, it's not too late to make your New Year's resolution a resolution to get paid. Guys, bet, win, and get paid at my bookie. Let's get it. guys happy friday hope you're all doing well i'm chris phillips host the spurs up show as always appreciate you guys tuning in we have got a packed show today folks basketball game tomorrow football news coming out late thursday i'm excited hope you're all excited as well guys and again whatever you're doing whether you're on the commute you're in the office hey tgif guys thank god it's friday we got the weekend upcoming and boy what a packed weekend it is you know it's been kind of a weird week for me because monday was a travel day so I feel like every day I'm like, I don't even know what day it is anymore because Tuesday felt like Monday to me and now Friday. I don't even know how Friday feels, but I am excited for this week and everything going on. Let's go ahead and dive right into it. South Carolina taking on the Auburn Tigers at Colonial Life Arena. And boy, this one's got a little more uh, little more juice to it, right? After the football stuff with Auburn basically trying to steal every coach we have. And heck, I, they might have stole Sand. Hey, they might wear garnet and black tomorrow for all I know. Honestly, at this point, everything they're stealing from the Gamecocks. But South going to take it on Auburn in Columbia at Colonial Life Arena. Noon tip-off on ESPN2. As again, guys, South kind of looks to break their ugly two-game losing streak. And this is a team that is desperate, that needs a W, that needs to get back to 500 SEC play. When you take a look at Auburn, they're not world beaters by any stretch. Eight and seven overall, two and five in the SEC. So they've been having their own struggles. They're actually coming off of a loss on Wednesday, I believe it was, against the Arkansas Razorbacks. So Auburn, a young but talented team, but I think you're seeing some of that youth and experience really take a bite out of, the, out of those guys. Their head coach is Bruce Pearl. I know we're all familiar with. They're averaging 76 points per game, but their opponents are averaging 73 points per game. Auburn shoots 45% from the field, 33% from three-point range, allow their opponents to shoot 43% from the field, and 30% from three-point range. So again, this is a young, talented Auburn team that can score, but defensively, I think they're lacking. South Carolina should have some opportunities, especially on the outside with their talented guards. And here's another crazy stat, just like Missouri, by the way. And I, I don't know, the last time that I brought this up, I don't know that it really worked out for South Carolina, but Auburn, you take a look at them. Very sloppy with the basketball. Minus 2.0 in the turnover margin. So, again, you think South Carolina defensively should have a really, really good opportunity to get the basketball off of the Auburn Tigers. Let's go ahead and jump top storylines in this one. First things first, thank God you return home to the friendly confines of Colonial Life Arena. And, again, what type of impact does that make? Again, I, I know that there is no crowd. There is no true home field advantage, if you will. But again, a team that is beaten, battered, bruised, and just down and out right now, getting back home, does that serve as a spark, a boost, if you will, for this team that, again, spent the last two games back-to-back -back on the road, two really tough venues? And again, I know they're not packed or anything, but being able to just wake up, you're already in Columbia, sleep in your own bed, it does make a difference. Not having to travel. Can South Carolina 
can they ride that those positive vibes, if you will, and place them with their, their best basketball they've played in the last couple of weeks? Another big storyline for me, again, we have to talk about the roster. We have to talk about the roster because you saw it in the last game against Missouri. The absence of Jalen McCreary and Alonzo Frank was detrimental to South Carolina. Do you finally get Jalen McCreary back? Do you finally get – I don't even know. Has Alonzo Frank even played this season? Maybe the first couple of games, but I don't think he's played an SEC game yet. And again – it's a shame Jalen McCreary's out, and I, and I hope he's back, obviously, because the one game we saw him in against Texas A&M, he was phenomenal. He was downright phenomenal. Do you finally get those guys back? Because, again, you take a look at Auburn. Young, talented team, really, really good guards, but they've got some size on the inside. Heck, they got a freshman four who's 6'10", 205. Again, a lot of freshmen on this team, a lot of freshmen, and a couple of guys I'm going to dive into in just a second. But who bodies a guy like that up? Because, again, you saw South Carolina at Mizzou have to play small, and it killed you, and it just flat-out killed you. You can't give Auburn those second-chance points, and you can't get bullied down low, especially if your guards are struggling again the way they were a couple of days ago. So, again, do Jalen McCreary and Alonzo Frank return for this South Carolina basketball team? It's definitely something to keep an eye on. Uh, another big storyline for me, you know, again, the importance of the guys down low, it can't be understated, but, guys, this team is run by its guards. This, this team's guards are are the engine that makes this thing go. Does the guard play bounce back from the game at Mizzou? Again, the last game, A.J. Lawson and Jermaine Kuznard were to combine two for 12 from three-point range. I think Lawson had five points. Kuznard had six points. Justin Manaya only had 10. You've got to have those guys step up and be the dudes. Flat out. Again, like I said, the beauty of this team is it's not like you need a guy like A.J. Lawson, like, hey, man, you got to go score 30 or there's no way we're going to win. But you can't have all of those all of those guys be cold at the same time. And again, guys, I've told you guys again and again and again, this is a team when its guards are on, it's going to be a really fun team to watch and win a lot of basketball games. When the guard play is off and when you're cold, and especially like we saw at Mizzou, when they're all cold, it is going to be very, very ugly, and you're going to struggle mightily which, again, is what you've seen the last two games. Do you get that guard playback? Do we see a bounce-back performance for A.J. Lawson? For, really, Jermaine Kuznard, I don't think he's had a good game this year. Do we see Jermaine Kuznard finally come out of his shell and play like the dude we saw all last season? We're talking about preseason all-conference. Guys, you've got to have your dudes show up. You need the guards to play well tomorrow. Um, another top storyline for me, we're talking bounce-backs, a defensive bounce-back. Uh, again, Auburn is solid. I mean, 45% from the field, 33% from three is very, very solid offensively against 76 points per game. But South Carolina, what they hang their hat on with Frank Martin is defense, flat-out defense, playing relentless, tough defense. That's why teams don't look forward to playing South Carolina because even if they come in, get a victory, they know it's going to be tough. It's going to be a hard-fought game, and the Gamecocks are going to be up in your face constantly You've got to have a bounce-back defensive effort. I, I, I really, and again, I, I know not having McCreary and Frank killed you in the last game, but I really can't explain what we saw, especially last game, with the defensive struggles. What type of bounce-back defensively, what type of intensity, what type of energy do we see that from those guys on the defensive side of the ball? My final storyline is just the overall... The overall feeling and the overall vibe, if you will, of Gamecock Nation and this team is at desperation time in Columbia. Because, again, if you lose this one and you fall to one and three in conference play, and, again, you can keep making the excuses for COVID and the way the year's gone. And, listen, I totally understand it's a real thing for this South Carolina basketball team. I totally get it. I agree with you. 
But at the end of the day, these people are still paid very handsomely to go out and coach and win basketball games. And I feel, you know, it's crazy. After that loss to Mizzou, I saw damn near as many fans calling for Frank Martin's head as I've ever seen after a South Carolina basketball loss. I mean, most fans have been 110% team Frank. They've been on his side. You know, they, they haven't even uttered, the, haven't even thought the thought of getting rid of Frank Martin. If you fall to one and three in conference play and you look bad doing it, I fear for what the vibe is going to be around Columbia. I fear for, and again, I'm not saying South Carolina is going to fire Frank Martin or again that I'm on the fire Frank Martin train, but this thing can spin out of control. This is a game right here you have to have. And I know I said that about Mizzou, but at home, you've got back-to-back home games coming up. You have got to take advantage and protect your home floor. Just flat out, you have to find a way to take advantage. Again, do we see a desperate basketball team tomorrow? Do we see a hungry basketball team? Do we see a team that understands kind of the gravity of the situation? Like, this is a must-win for you. And again, I know they're all must-wins, and I hate to keep overusing that, but I think you guys understand what I'm saying is like, this is very important. Again, especially at home, dude, you, you simply cannot afford to come out and lay another egg, especially on your home floor. You just cannot do it. So again, what type of team, what type of energy, what type of intensity do we see on the floor tomorrow? Let's talk a little, little bit more about Auburn. Auburn players to watch for, players that Gamecock fans should be keeping an eye on. Again, we talked a little bit ago or a few, I guess I guess a couple days ago about LSU's team and their star freshman guard. Well, guess what? Auburn's got one of their own, Sharif Cooper, who again has only, by the way, He's only played in four games, four conference games, I might add. Only played in four games. This guy's a true freshman, six foot one, 180 out of Powder Springs, Georgia. He's played against Alabama, Georgia, Kentucky, and Arkansas. These are his stats 26 points, 28 points, 11 points, 25 points. This dude is averaging 22.5 points per game and is leading their team right now. He is the guy you got to worry about. He is the guy you got to lock in on. Again, Loves to shoot the basketball from long range, especially great free throw shooter. Shoots about 40% from the floor. You got to keep an eye on this dude, Sharif Cooper. Again, one of actually one of the great stories in college basketball in the SEC, but Sharif Cooper, a guy, I don't know whether it's Lawson, whether it's Kusnar, whether it's Manaya, your guards have to be solid defensively. You've got to lock down on Sharif Cooper and fresh frustrate that young freshman. Next player to watch for for me, Justin Powell for Auburn, the true freshman, 6.1 rebounds per game, actually leads the team, and he shoots 44% from three-point range, again, which leads Auburn. Um, but 6.1 rebounds per game. And again, what's really interesting to me is you take a look at Auburn. Again, Sharif Cooper's six foot one, but they got some really, really big guards. I mean, I'm looking at six foot six, Justin Powell, six foot six, 205. And again, that's a true freshman. So you got to hold these guys accountable. you got to get up in their face. And, again, a lot of youngsters, a lot of young, talented players. And you you look at South Carolina, you've got more of the veteran presence, if you will, with Lawson and Kusnar, Manaya, and these guys. Does that veteran savvy, if you will, pay off at the Gamecocks? And then, finally, my final Auburn player to watch for, Alan Flanagan, the sophomore, 13.8 points per game. Really, really good player. Again, I, I mentioned all three guards. Auburn is another team. This team, their engine is their guard play. So, again, I like the matchup a little more because Missouri was more so down low, and that really killed you. But, again, South Carolina matching up guard-wise going to be key in this ballgame. Let's move to the keys to the game. And first things first, again, I talked about Sharif Cooper. Keep Cooper contained. Again, 22.5 points per game. He has shown he will go off. Again, 
That's in four conference games. This dude has torn everyone up outside of Kentucky. You cannot let him get going. You cannot let him get hot. Find a way to hold him under his average. Again, you need a bounce-back defensive performance, bottom line. If you're going to win this basketball game, keep Sharif Cooper under wraps. My second key to the game. You know, again, I, I talked about just the gravity of the situation and where this team is right now. You know, the overall record. You're trying to get back to 500 SEC play. You've had two ugly, ugly back-to-back -back losses. I think it's key for this team to get going early. Build some early momentum. Get going. Get guys. Just see the ball go in the hoop. You know what I mean? Have something to feel good about. Get guys like A.J. Lawson and Coos. Get those guys going early. Get them some early confidence. It's kind of like I equate it. You know, in football, when you say, hey, let's throw some short passes early on, get our quarterback some confidence, that's what this basketball team needs. Again, you were down and out from the jump at Mizzou. I mean, you were down 10 nothing. You were down 10 nothing. like two minutes in. You can't have that happen. You got to get off to a better start again, being at home too, because I fear if you get off to another porous start, you're going to be feeling like, oh, my God, here we go again. Get your guys going early. Come out attacking intensity. And let's just have some fun. Again, have something to feel good about and play with confidence. And my final key to the game, I kind of just said it, an attacking mindset for me. Again, there are two options in this basketball game. You can come out and play timid and play scared and, and, and play not to make mistakes, or you can go out there and attack and be aggressive and be physical and play to make plays. I think South Carolina needs to come out again with an attacking mindset. Auburn has shown they will give the basketball up minus 2.0 in the turnover margin. Attack, 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 especially on the defensive side, I think going to be key for the Gamecocks. All right, let's move into my prediction for tomorrow's game against South Carolina taking on the Auburn Tigers. Can the Gamecocks snap their ugly two-game losing streak? And again, guys, I just think this one, this one's so important. Uh, again, we all know how tough it is to win on the road in the SEC. So, and, you know, the COVID issues and Frank Martin was out and you played two quality opponents. Let's also tip our cap and give them credit, but... You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna make that argument to me about the road games, it puts even more emphasis on these home games. Bottom line, it just puts way more emphasis on the games you have at home. It's simply one you gotta have. It is because again, I fear if you lose this one, and especially if you look bad doing it, I think things can get out of hand. I think shit can hit the fan for South Con. I, I really do. Again, you're gonna really start to hear the moans and the groans from this USC fan base. Again, I like this matchup a lot more than the one at Missouri, you know, South Carolina. Again, and do you get Frank and McCreary back? Who knows? But assuming, let's say they're out, um, I, I still like the matchup a lot better because, again, Auburn runs through their guards. This is a young, talented team, but very young team trying to figure it out. Again, they're 8-7 and seven and 2-5 and five in the conference for a reason. But when I take a look at this game, again, South Carolina basketball has me so confused right now. And I told you guys after Mizzou, I'm never picking South Carolina to win again. I'm not picking them to win in this one. Again, I, I just don't know what team to expect. I, I genuinely don't know because the only consistency about this basketball team is its inconsistency. I, I just genuinely don't know what team we're going to see. And for that reason right now, I've got to side with Auburn in this one. And again, I, I think it would be a detrimental loss. I think it would be a, a very much painful loss. Again, to lose at home and again, I know you don't have the home, you know, the home crowd advantage, whatever, but still, you're in the friendly confines. You're at your home arena. To lose to Auburn would be detrimental. And again, I think it would be damn near time to hit the panic button. But I got to pick Auburn to win this game because, again, I don't know which USC team is going to show up. I got the Tigers 74, South Carolina 
68. Again, I think it'll be a hard-fought game. I think South Carolina will be in it. But again, I just simply don't know like which A.J. Lawson will show up, which Jermaine Kuznar is going to show up, which Manaya is going to show up, which Wilton's Levesque, the seventh would show up at all, which Trey Hannibal. Like, I just don't really know what to expect from this group of guys. Is this a game South Carolina certainly can win? Absolutely. If the Gamecocks are firing on all cylinders, I feel really good about this game and I feel good about the matchup. But right now, again, I just don't know what the confidence, what's the morale right now of this team? What is the overall morale? And I think we're going to be able to tell really, really early. Is this a team, again, that's down and out and feeling sorry for themselves and hanging their heads? Or is this a team that's like, you know what? We're going to put our foot down. We're going to go out. We're going to play our best basketball and see what, let, let the chips fall where they may. I think you're going to be able to tell early. But, again, I've just got to pick Auburn just due to the inconsistencies right now with Gamecocks basketball. Again, I've got Tigers 74, South Carolina 68. So, again, guys, Tip off tomorrow at noon. I'll be going live pregame 11 to 11.30, live pregame show on the Daily Crow, taking your questions and comments before tip off there. All right, let's move into the football stuff. The staff has finally been finalized. The staff stuff is finally over. And I guess really I shouldn't even say that because I'm not complaining because it has provided me with a lot of great content. It's crazy. I mean, this has been, what, a a multiple-week saga, if you will. I mean, I, I, I was pulling um, – I was pulling grades from like December the 29th is when we first did these grades and how much the staff has changed since then. And it's just, it's wild. But again, in case you missed it, Greg Adkins hired as a new offensive line coach. And then Derek Cooper from Georgia Tech is hired. I think he's director of player development, if I'm correct. Again, I, I'm not really sure. He's uh, he's the he's the lead hype man, though. I, I tell you what, the video, if you saw that of what Gamecock football put up, uh, put up of Derek Cooper speaking to the team, that dude will make anybody want to run through a brick wall. Like, you genuinely don't have a pulse if Derek Cooper does not get you fired up. But again, Greg Adkins, offensive line coach, um, hired. Let's talk about that first. And then I will go through and give all of my grades in case you missed it before for all the assistants. And then I'm going to give an overall staff grade, an overall staff grade for South Carolina. Again, Greg Adkins, a guy, um, has a lot of experience, obviously, very well tenured guy. Um, has spent time at Marshall, Georgia, Troy, Tennessee, Syracuse, Oklahoma State, Charlotte, and was in the NFL with the Buffalo Bills. This is a higher – I'll be honest with you guys. I'm not really overreacting one way or another. I've seen a lot of people saying they love this hire, and it's a great hire. I knew nothing about the guy before I heard his name. Would I have loved to have seen a former Gamecock get the job? Certainly. But, uh, you know, again, I'd give the hire a B. I I think it's a solid hire. I think it's a good hire. But, again, we're going to be able to tell a lot more – on the field with a hire like this? Like, what does the offensive line look like? How does the offensive line play? How does the offensive line gel together? But overall, again, I think Greg, Greg Atkins is a solid hire. And then Derek Cooper, that's an A-plus. That's a slam dunk. That, that, no doubt right there. Derek Cooper getting him in the program, incredible. And, and again, Greg, Greg Atkins, a guy, I should say, excuse me, guys, Greg Atkins, a guy that I, I think, again, when you go down this list of coaches, it's all about guys buying in and want to being, wanting to be at Columbia and, and building that culture that Shane Beaver talked about. And I think, I think Adkins and Cooper are both guys who fit that role very well. So, again, let's go down these assistants, and I will give my overall staff grade and thoughts on the staff. So, again, offensive coordinator Marcus Satterfield gave him a B. Defensive coordinator Clayton White gave him an A. Wide receiver coach Justin Stepp gave him an A+. Strength and conditioning coach Luke Day gave him a B-. Running backs coach Des Kitchings gave him an A+. Offensive line coach Greg Atkins gave him a B. Tight ends coach Eric Kimry gave him an A. Defensive line coach Jimmy Lindsay gave him an A. Outside linebackers coach Mike Peterson gave him a B+. Special teams coordinator Pete Limbo gave him an A. 
Connor Shaw, A-plus, that's a given. Byron Gerardo and Shaq Wilson, that's A-plus, that's a given. Phenomenal decisions to bring them back. So when you put that all together, what do the numbers tell you? What does it spit out? My overall staff grade, I'm going to give this staff overall a B-plus. Again, I feel good about this staff and the coaches that Shane Beamer has assembled. And again, it wasn't always pretty at times. We all know what happened with the drama with Auburn and stuff like that and thinking we were getting one coach and ended up getting another but you listen to these guys, each and every single one of them talk in their media availabilities. And again, the thing that stands out the most to me, it is a it is a group of guys that understand how special South Gunna is and how special it can be on the field. I, I think that is truly the the message and the vision that Shane Beamer is selling to all of these guys. Again, I think it's quality coaches with great experience down the list. I also I also forgot to add, by the way, defensive backs coach Torian Gray. Um, I give him an A, by the way. I, I forgot to mention him in there. Um, so many damn assistant coaches, you lose track of them. But again, uh, defensive backs coach Torian Gray give an A. But again, you look at guys, a lot of great experience with each and every single one of them. Really good experience. Now, are there question marks in this staff? Certainly. I mean, you look at OC, Marcus Satterfield. That, to me, is going to be one of the biggest storylines as we get closer and closer to the 2021 football season. But again, I'm happy with the hires. I think the quality of coaches are there. I think the quality of experience is there. And again, listening to each and every single one of them talk. And again, I I know I cautioned you guys a few days ago, and I would say it again. You know, it's great that they're crushing the press conferences. It is. But I almost feel like you cannot be a coach in college football if you cannot crush the press conference. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, what matters is wins and losses on the field. But you at least love the fact that these dudes, they're all saying the right things. You know what I mean? They're all saying the right things. And again, I, I truly believe there is a, a culture shift at South Carolina. And we're all seeing it right now. Again, you listen to each and every single one of them. These are guys who want to be here. And like I said, it's also a bunch of quality coaches as well. I think Shane Beamer, honestly, I, I think things worked out, by the way, perfectly. I, I think the stuff with Auburn and those guys leaving and other coaches leaving, whatever, I think it worked out beautifully. Because, again, you only had, what, two holdovers, Mike Peterson and Des Kitchings. I think that's probably the two guys you should have only kept anyways. I mean, I, I, I could have dealt with keeping Bobby Bentley on staff, but – I think those are the two guys you probably should have ended up keeping anyways and getting rid of the rest of them. I I told you guys what I would do. I would totally clean house. But if you were going to keep two coaches, I think Kitchings and Peterson are the two best to keep. So, again, overall, I actually think South Carolina won in in that madness, if you will, with all the Auburn stuff. I think the Gamecocks came out on top, and I think things happened exactly how they were meant to happen. And, again, I think it's only a positive for South Carolina. So, again, I give the overall staff a B-plus. Again, I like the staff. I think there's a bunch of positives about the staff. But again, there are a lot of guys that have a lot to prove. But again, I think that can be a positive. I think that is a positive. It's a bunch of dudes who have a chip on their shoulder, who are unproven a little bit, who feel like they've got something to prove. And I think that meshes in well and it kind of embodies South Carolina. Like, Guys, don't you guys feel that like we're a program and we're a fan base and we're a community that has something to prove? We have a chip on our shoulder. That's literally what a Gamecock is. It fights, scratches, and claws. I think those guys fit in well with that. And again, you love to see the little bit we have seen from the clips and stuff like that. You you can sense that the culture is changing under Shane Beamer. You can truly, truly sense that the culture is changing and you love to see it. Again, overall staff grade a B plus. So again, we'll see what else happens on the football side of things. But the staff, Shane Beamer's first staff in Columbia is finally 
finalized. Again, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you so much. Again, we got a great game tomorrow against Auburn pregame show, 11 to 11.30. And again, who knows with Shane Beamer what type of madness might happen over the weekend with coaching rumors and stuff like that or recruits, if you will. You know Shane Beamer's working 24-7 around the clock, relentless work effort from that dude, and you love to see it. But again, Got a great basketball game tomorrow. Pre-game show, like I said, 11 to 11.30, guys. And I hope you all have a fantastic Friday. Go Cox, beat Auburn, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Thanks so much. is in the air at Littleton Coin Company and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.